This is the Who's to Say podcast with your struggle bus captain, Grant Sheffield. All right, welcome in. Uh, made it to the seventh episode of the podcast. Uh, thanks for everybody who's been listening to the podcast, following like the, the Instagram page and uh, the Facebook page. Trying to put more content up there. Trying to get more active in the Instagram stories. Um, but yeah, shout out to all the people who have like sent me requests and uh, gave me some pretty strong feedback. And people who have also destroyed me in many ways. I appreciate you too. Um, but yeah, today's probably going to be kind of short. Um, just because I got a lot of stuff I'm like working on this week. I uh, got a decent amount of traveling I'm going to be doing. Probably going to go to Fayetteville this week, Friday, which is going to be weird. And then me and some co-workers are probably going to go out again. So um, stick around for that because there will be stories. Stories to be had. So that's going to be fun. Um, pretty excited about, uh, about the year so far. I got some pretty ambitious goals, as I said on the last episode of the podcast. Um, like I said, I also mentioned I want to read more books this year, so I got two books that should be coming in. Um, both books are from, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V. So, um, one of those books, it's called Crushing It. I should have bought that book, like, four years ago when it first came out. Um, so yeah, that's coming out. Pretty excited. Should get that tomorrow in the mail, I think. And then his new book should be coming at the end of the month. So pretty much he's just like a, a entrepreneur, like a self-made millionaire, entrepreneur, uh, amazing marketer. So pretty much a lot of things you see on social media, like where you see people doing like Facebook ads, Snapchat ads, Instagram ads, like that's what his whole company was built off of. So I can definitely appreciate that coming from like uh, entertainment background, like me doing like stand up, whatever, because you're always trying to promote the next show or promote um the next mic or competition or whatever so i definitely steal some of his tactics to help me do some promotion things and it works out pretty well um i definitely say my instagram stories um i started doing a lot more of those after i would see that he might have like 50 or 60 instagram stories in a day like me, if I have seven out, I feel like I'm drowning people in like content they probably don't want, but people are still like looking at the content and they're also like responding, like sending me like DMs about whatever. So they tell me either they think something's funny or something's interesting or uh, where did I find this information? So it is not going unnoticed. So that's cool that I'm doing that and this thing is getting done. Um, course if you listen into the podcast you know i gotta i gotta complain a little bit gotta get those complaints out so we had this thing on sunday at work sorry all right that's that's enough of that it's like these little bees they gave us this thing on sunday i'm just still messing with those but we had like a little thing on sunday and uh it was supposed to be like a rave party or whatever everybody's like super excited jumping around and had on like neon shirts and glow sticks and all that. And I was like, eh, it's still nine o'clock though. Like I, it's, it's fine that it's a, a party, but it's a 9 a.m. party on a Sunday. 
a lot of people were drinking Saturday night. That's uh, not the best move. So I go in there. I mean, I worked the night before, so I had no life, obviously. And people were like, oh, good to see you. And I was just, you know, like waving and shaking hands. But I kind of I kind of opened up. A lot of times I uh, could care less to be in public places. Because, like, ah, if, I, if I wanted to be alone <laughs> in public, I might as well be alone in private. I don't need this. I could just do the same thing at the crib. But it was fun overall. I learned some stuff that I'll probably use at work. Um, most of the stuff I do in sales, I know like a means to an end. Like I'm learning it just so I can use it uh, in the future, not necessarily for the current position I might be in. So yeah, it was uh, it was good. <clears throat> um, went to breakfast at his place on Glenwood. It was really good. Had a had an interesting conversation. Me and me and my boy, we were there, and um, I think we were getting the check or something like that. And we were have some some pretty solid banter with the lady at the front, the um, hostess, if you will. We would have some pretty solid banter. And he's like, he's like, dude, you should have, you should have tried, you should have asked her for a number. I was like, no, I just wanted the conversation. I wanted to see if how long I could make this thing go. Like, how long can I make this conversation go? She keeps laughing, we keep talking. I want to see how long, how far that can go. That's the fun part. Like, that's the game. Like the rest, ah, eh, you know. If I wanted somebody's number, yeah. I, I guess I would ask for it. Talking to somebody on the phone is just another thing to do. So, yeah. That's the fun part. Um, so, that was cool. And then we uh, talked trash about our job because that's what jobs are for. You got to talk trash about them, pretty much. Um, but, yeah, I've been doing a lot of research recently about, like, not, like, new jobs, but just, like, uh, strategies behind, like, like, business strategies, I guess. Like, what people are currently doing in their fields to progress. So like marketing strategies, um, been watching a decent amount of videos about that. So even when I'm like at work, I'll like be doing research like, all right, how can I like build my own business from scratch? Um, how much money do I need to have up front to like start something? What type of companies do I need to reach out to to do this, do that? Um, what ads are most effective, things like that. So I've been pretty much doing that all all year, yeah. All however many days of the year. Good for you, Grant. So, yeah. <clears throat> but on a lighter note, Alabama just beat Georgia. That was uh, that was the thing. That was, uh, that was fun. Like, I watched the game, and I think Alabama was down, like, 10 to 20 or something like that. And I want to say it was maybe the middle of the third quarter or something like that. And it was, like, around 11 o'clock. I was like, yeah, I got I to gotta hit the hay. So, in my head, I was like, they'll probably come back and win this thing in overtime by, like, three points. I wake up, see the score, 26-23. Called it. Should have hedged my bets. My actual guess for the score of the game. I thought the score of the game was going to be, like, 23-20 Alabama. So, 26-23 Alabama. I still had one of those numbers right. So, that, that should count for something, I, I would say. Um... <clears throat> But yeah, the college football championship was a really good game. Um, true freshman quarterbacks were playing. So those dudes, literally, it's their first, very first year playing college football. And you could tell the one dude who played for Alabama. Like, he looked like he just walked out of prom. Like, this dude is baby-faced as hell. It's crazy. Um, so that was a pretty good game. 
the NFL games are going to be pretty solid this weekend because it's the um, the divisional rounds. <clears throat> so my team, the Patriots, uh, I think we're playing the Jaguars. Maybe it doesn't. It doesn't matter. I mean, <laughs> it's the Jaguars. Come on, what are we doing here? It's the Jags. Stop it. Um, so yeah, that's looking forward to that game on Sunday. Uh, hopefully the Patriots. Hopefully, hopefully, we don't have like any stupid defensive plays or whatever. Um, looking forward to that though. The NFC, I will admit, the NFC for the NFC for a number of years has had better playoff games than the AFC games. Um, mainly because you know you got your teams like the Falcons, you got like the Seahawks, you got all these great teams with NFC, um, but the AFC. It's kind of like, you. it's only going to be two teams in the AFC. It's the Patriots and it's the Steelers. Everybody else is just trying to catch up. Steelers, of course, they're a good team. Um, they do fall apart a lot. I can say that because like the Patriots, we fall apart literally every single game, but find a way to win. Every single game. Every single game I feel like this season, we have just barely won, even if we won by like 10 or more points. Um, so that's what's going on in the NFL, NBA, nobody cares about right now. It does not matter in January. Um, let's say around March, somewhere around that, that ballpark, that'll be when you kind of know who's actually going to the playoffs. Everybody knows it's still going to be same teams. still going to be Cleveland. It's going to be Golden State. Houston's probably going to show up for a little bit. The Spurs are probably making an appearance for like, you know, two or three um, rounds, and then they'll be out because Kawhi Leonard's shoulder or something is still hurt. <clears throat> but yeah, so what's going on in sports? Um, other me things. Definitely got to get my hair cut. That's the thing that needs to happen, like, post-haste. Make sure I get that done. I can't just walk around looking like this, looking rough. So I'm going to go to the barbershop today. And try not to get killed. I say not get killed because I know that for me, I don't see the same barber every single time I go to the barbershop. Because I don't want to wait. Like, oh, you want to wait for this guy? No, I want a haircut. I came here for a haircut, not to wait. So you get there, and you sit in the chair, and everybody's looking at you weird. Because I'm a chair jumper. I jump chairs at barbershops. I'm okay with it. Um, I'm not well liked at the barbershop. But I do tip. Some people don't tip at all at the barbershop. Some people's like, hey, that's their job to cut hair. It is their job to do hair, cut hair. But I mean, I give them a tip or whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't do the whole thing like, oh, you want to wait for your barber? I was like, my barber? I'm, I'm not, what am I, Diddy now? I don't have like a personal barber. It's like, I just go to a guy who I think can cut my hair. I look at what that man's face like. He has a beard that looks like it's good. All right, I do can cut my hair. Especially if it's like a bald dude with like a beard. He probably knows how to cut hair because he can appreciate it more. Um, you see a dude that has like waves in his head. It's like, yep, that guy. Um, so those are typically the types of people I like to cut my hair. Uh, bald dude with a strong beard. Uh, dude with a lot of waves. Uh, any like Dominican or Puerto Rican dude. Default, they can cut my hair because they know the game. Um, I've had a... I've had two female barbers before. Did an amazing job. I had never had that before. 
Um, this was, I think, when I was in Fayetteville. Yeah, when I was in Fayetteville, I had there were two female barbers. They did an amazing job. But ever since then, I just don't see like female barbers like in the barbershops. Um, <clears throat> and of course, the barbershop's a black barbershop. Um, I could go to a white barbershop, but a friend of mine, when I was in college, he went to a white barbershop. Let's call it what it is. He went to uh, Supercuts or whatever they're called. And uh, <laughs> much to his chagrin, uh, they destroyed his head. I told him before he left the dorm, I was like, hey, man, um, just go to my barbershop. They'll take care of you. Because he was just coming over from like uh, from Nigeria because he's, he's Nigerian or whatever. And he didn't like have his own barber or barbershop. He was new to town, of course, new to the country. I was like, all right, just come to my barbershop. They'll take care of you. He's like, ah, man, how much does it cost? I was like, I think it's around like like 15 bucks, 20 bucks. He's like, no, I can go to Supercuts and get it for like $5. It's like, all right, if this is really what you want to do, like spend a Happy Meal on your hair, you're going to get exactly what you deserve. That's what's going to happen to you. He came back. His head had so many gaps. It was by far one of the funniest things I had seen because he had like an afro and had patches all through the fro. And you would think that uh, <laughs> at some point, in that time where his hair was getting jacked up that he was like he was probably thinking Grant was right because like I got a haircut the same day we came back and it was hilarious I was like now look at this look at how I got all this shaped up now look at you you look worse than when you left maybe next time you listen to me so from then on um, I think he started cutting his own hair he was super cheap he was super cheap I think he was like cutting his own hair still had still had like this spots here and there in his hair but um at least it was like not an afro i guess he was it was a mess a horrible horrible mess um last thing i want to talk about is black panther black panther is coming out february the 16th the pre-orders have already started say this in a very serious tone because it's game time black folks it's time to show up in a major major way because i'm gonna be there i'm getting those tickets early uh, i'm so excited for this movie not necessarily because like uh, yeah 100 percent because it's a black movie 100 percent. it is a 100 percent black cast 99.9 there are, there are a few uh white faces in there but i'm super excited about this movie um, gonna get those tickets. I hope it doesn't disappoint. I never like to overhype anything because I know how quickly I can be like, ah, that was trash, or mm, it's fine. I need it to be good. I need it to be a hundred percent good. I already know it's gonna like sell out or whatever, but I just don't want Rotten Tomatoes to destroy this movie. So I got I got high hopes for this movie. So that movie's coming out in February. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if there's any other movies I'm really like looking forward to this coming year other than that for right now. Like uh like last year, whenever Get Out came out, I was like, Yep, as soon as I saw the preview in like I think maybe December of like twenty sixteen, I was like, Yep, going to see it hundred percent. Cause like I had read reviews and articles about it before it came out. I was like, Yep, Get Out is gonna be the best movie of the year. Um, it didn't get it didn't get a lot of love 
at the Golden Globes, by the way. It didn't get it didn't get a lot of love. But Golden Globes were good. Seth Myers, eh, you know. He did Seth Myers type things. Was he hilarious? He's okay. I thought he had some pretty good bits. He made me laugh a few times. Um Let's see. Oprah destroyed it. A lot of people uh were reposting and retweeting her video and now they're saying like yeah she's definitely running for president like they were talking about like that speech at the golden globes was her uh starting her candidacy for the presidency of the united states i thought it was a good speech i don't i don't know if there are any like undertones i mean maybe but i really feel like she just gave a good speech uh, i felt like everybody no matter like what side of the aisle you are, your own, or what race or gender you are, that everybody can really like relate to Oprah's speech. Also, she had a pretty good, pretty good weave, as my mom might say. She had a pretty good weave that day. I was like, ah, okay, all right. Stedman's in the front, of course. And Gail. I mean, you know, you know the <laughs> the usual suspects. All right. Um, I thought it was cool that everybody was, like freaking out that Oprah's in the front. In my heart, I know. I say like, oh man, I wouldn't freak out. A hundred percent. Probably a hundred thousand percent. I'd be like, oh, it's Oprah. Oh, it's Oprah. Like, I know I would be that way. So yeah, um, that's all I got. And this has been dope. So make sure to follow the IG page, Who's to Say Podcast. Uh, make sure you follow on Facebook. Of course, it's Who's to Say on Facebook as well. And then the email you want to shoot me an email about what you think or what you want to add or if you would potentially want to hop on the podcast that email is who's to say podcast at gmail.com and other than that we out thanks for listening make sure to share and subscribe to the podcast want more look grant up online at grantsheffieldcomedy.com